Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how if you're not moving, you're actually getting more injury prone. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. If you're not moving, you're more injury prone. I mean, really, if you got an overtraining injury from running and you're not moving, if you're not exercising, things are actually getting worse for you and you're actually getting more injury prone, not less. I mean, this is sort of a misconception. People think that if you get injured, you have to sit still, you have to rest, you have to quote unquote, take care of yourself and you have to heal. That's sort of true. And that is what physicians feed to runners most of the time, this idea that they should just calm down, sit down, chill out, relax, recover, take it easy, whatever. But you know, as an athlete, there are only two possibilities. Either you're getting stronger or you are getting weaker. And if you're getting weaker, you're actually more injury prone. So that's the thing. You have to remember that there is a phase for sure when you have to protect an injured part like a metatarsal stress fracture or injured Achilles tendon, and you have to keep that part still and you have to let it rest and you have to let it start to heal. But that all quickly changes because you are healing. Now you can't stay in that same phase for six weeks. You can't stay in that same phase of you just have to sit completely still and do nothing for the entire time that it takes for that structure to actually heal because the healing of that structure, the complete healing takes a long time. So what you have to do is you, you know, you need to determine when you're ready for the next phase of healing. So how do you do that? You know, how do you determine when you're ready for the next phase of healing? And when can you determine if you're safe to move it a little bit more or not? Well, first of all, you have to evaluate more frequently. So you need to think about what's changed. Then you have to communicate to your doctor, your coach, whoever is helping you. You have to communicate that something has changed. So as soon as you have less swelling, you've improved. As soon as you have less pain, you've improved. As soon as it feels better, you're improving. So that's when you are most likely to be able to make some little jump in improvement. And you've got to work with somebody who knows runners like your coach or your doctor that can really help you through that process. And then you've got to start moving. So you need to think, you know, when can you get your mobility back? When can you start strengthening all of the structures that support and surround that one injured part so that it's going to be sort of fortified and protected when you get back to more activity? What can you do to get stronger this week that you could not do a week ago? Like, what do you know would hurt last week that probably isn't going to hurt this week? And what plan would work for you this week that wouldn't work for you if, you know, you got to figure that out if you want to heal faster. And that's the big thing here. So you can't just sit around waiting to heal. You know, waiting is not a plan. Waiting is not action. And stuff is happening if you're healing. The whole healing process is action. We always think of it as inaction when we're injured runners because we're sitting still. We're not doing what we want to do. We're not out running on trails. We're not out doing track workouts. We're just sitting still and it bums us out. It's terrible to sit still. I understand that. I mean, I've been injured myself. I'm a runner and I have to exercise. I'm grumpy when I don't exercise. I'm not easy to get along with when I don't exercise. And I'm not as happy when I don't exercise. So I understand that you really want to run and you want to get back to moving. And then I understand also that you know the process of training is an active process. You do not sign up for a race and expect to just be strong enough for the race when you show up unless you do something. You know that you have to go out and do workouts. You have to let that tissue heal. You have to supply nutrients for that tissue to heal for you to get stronger after your workouts. And the same is true when you're injured. It's the same thing. You're doing stuff. It's not a passive process. It's an active process just like training. So the more you move it, the better it's going to heal. If you sit completely still, not only do you get weaker, not only do you atrophy and things shrink and just get weaker, but you also get scar tissue. So you have an active process going on all the time. If you're not moving anything, 
you get scar tissue moving in all kinds of directions indiscriminately that connects things that are not supposed to be connected and it creates shear forces within those tissues that cause problems later. If you're moving it, the cells actually will lay down collagen in the right direction, in the direction to resist that stress instead of just forming indiscriminate scar tissue. That's why it's beneficial to move sooner. That's part of the reason that I say that if you're not moving, you're more injury prone because you're not just getting weaker, you're not just getting stiffer, you're not just losing your aerobic fitness, you're not just losing all of your neuromuscular connections that help you have good running form that protect you, you're also getting indiscriminate scar tissue that's gonna lock things up, make it stiffer, make it less resistant to injury, make it less resilient. It's gonna make the, basically your foot, if you think of it as a lever on the end of your leg, it's gonna make that lever stiffer. Then more force gets applied through the structures in that lever, your foot when you run. So anytime you're sitting still and you're doing nothing, you're probably doing damage. Now, again, there is a time and a place that you have to sit still to let things start to heal. But once they start to heal, you need to keep them healing. That means advancing your activity as quickly as possible, moving as soon as possible, and strengthening as soon as possible so that you really can get back to running sooner. That's the whole goal when you talk to a doctor. You wanna help figure out you know, you want to get information for them. You want to help them by saying, look, this is what's changed. This is what's changed in the last three days. The swelling's down. The bruising's gone. It doesn't hurt anymore when I wake up. What specifically has changed? You need to think about those things. And then when you see your doctor, you want to say, look, okay, this changed. What can I do now? How can I move it now? Can I move my leg and not move my foot? Can I move my foot in one direction, but not another? How can I move it in a way that's going to be productive and helpful to moving that healing process forward instead of just waiting for some magical passive process to happen, because that really doesn't help when you're an injured runner. So if you wanna run sooner, just remember, if you're not moving, you're getting more injury prone. Figure out some way to get moving sooner, and you will get back to running sooner. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners what you'll get from Dr. Segler, in my experience, is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different, and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert, and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You know, I have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.